Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back. 7 o'clock hour. Jay Binkley with Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Obviously, big news. Phil Mickelson, the oldest to win a major last weekend or this past weekend. Carlos Slamtana hitting a walk-off home run for the Kansas City Royals. Kansas City Chiefs, could they want Julio Jones or not? They're not listed as one of the favorites. They're plus 2,500, I think, kind of towards the end of the pack on the odds to land him. Could he end up with the Ravens? That'd be a scary proposition. I already like their draft with Shot Bateman and, and Tylen Wallace. And I know Sammy went there, but I don't know what to count on with Sammy. Hit or miss with Watkins. It's good for that room, though, I'll tell you that. But the Chiefs season officially starts tomorrow. You're on Football Eve here. Now, you may consider Football Eve the day before training camp. Maybe you call it the day before preseason football. Maybe you call it the day before the first day of the regular season. But me, Grant, this is Football Eve. I've already had the rookie minicamp. Doesn't count. It's a bunch of tryout players. Well, they only can bring in five this year, but the free agent, the undrafted free agents they signed, plus the um, rookies they had, plus bringing back like an Yang last year, that part's done. The real season starts when Patrick Mahomes shows up, when Tyree Kill shows up. Which, by the way, Tyree Kill, guess what? Guess where he was? Got a little cameo. I saw, but I don't remember. He was at a big sporting event this past weekend. You know what it was? I remember seeing the picture, but I can't for the life of me place it. He was at the uh, NASCAR Grand Prix of Texas. No way. Was he really? Yeah, he was. He was. He was up in a suite. He likes to go fast. They they said, there's "There's a cheetah or whatever. I think it was Clint Boyer. It was was Tyree Kill right there at the uh, NASCAR event. So he chose that one to go to. But OTA start tomorrow, 25th through the 27th, June 1st to the 3rd. June 8th through the 11th, the mandatory minicamp is the 15th through 17th. 
By the way, these mini camps, Rodgers didn't show up for his, by the way, but we kind of knew that was going to happen. He didn't show up to the, uh, they're voluntary at this point, but most of the guys do show up, especially teams that uh, are counted on doing something. The veterans all show up for the deal, but I consider this really the eve of football. I know we're just talking OTAs here, off-season workouts. They've already been doing this too. They were here last week, you know, lifting weights, doing those type of things, but this is, you know, the, the gang is back together. Most part, the majority of them will be here. And they'll be out on the field working out. And you'll hear from Chiefs coaches and players throughout. But to me, this is the start of it because this goes all the way till middle of June, almost towards the end of June, 17th. And then you've got kind of a lull where you cross your fingers, nothing happens till training camp. Then you get to training camp and go. So you have that kind of end of June, July until training camp start kind of lull in the NFL. But every month is covered. June's covered. July's covered. September or August is covered. September is covered. So football season to me begins tomorrow with OTAs. The expectations of teams, you know, teams are, I mean, I saw the Colts today or practice. They had Carson Wentz out there in a uh, shooting contest basketball with his team. Just draining them too, by the way, Carson Wentz. But this is where we get excited about teams. Who's going to be the, be the teams to beat? Patrick Mahomes, by the way, he seems all systems go. This was uh, Ian Rappaport. On Friday, right before the weekend, about my home status. Yeah, it's about three months from that surgery to repair a torn plantar plate that plagued Patrick Mahomes so much in the Super Bowl. Certainly, as you mentioned, looked like a different quarterback running for his life. Obviously, had protection issues, but also had issues just related to the fact that he had very serious surgery after the Super Bowl. And the fact, guys, that as James Palmer mentioned, uh, he is going to participate in OTAs is a very good sign that his recovery is not just on schedule, but ahead of schedule. Here's what else I'm told. He is essentially full go, Rhett. I mean, he might not do everything, as Palmer said. Could be limited a little bit just because they want to make sure that he doesn't have any issues, doesn't push it, wants to make sure he's great for training camp. But he is basically cleared, which if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're the Chiefs, you're wondering at all how he's going to be as he recovers from surgery. It is basically all the thumbs up for Patrick Mahomes, who, of course, is going to welcome a basically new offensive line that should protect him a lot better this time around. You know, I'm excited to see how that shakes out. I'm all about position battles. Now, you're not going to have it on the left side with Orlando Brown and Tooney. Go ahead and put them on there on the offensive line. But I think there will be some competition at center from Creed Humphrey and Austin Blythe that they brought in from the Rams. He's got the veteran experience. He took over at center for the Rams when Brian Hill got hurt. Started at right guard a couple years before that for the Rams. So he could be in the guard competition if he doesn't win the center competition. Because then there's LDT and there's Wiley and there's and there's Kyle Long in the equation. Then right tackle, Rimmers, his agent says, well, he's the starter. Well, Lucas Niang wants something to say about that. It's the guy that uh, Andy Reid said had good feet and was a third-round pick of the Chiefs up to that last season. Hurt his labor at TCU. That's why he slid. He was four, I mean, people were looking at this guy as a first-round pick, Lucas Niang, before the injury. Chase Young said he's the toughest tackle he ever faced when TCU squared off against Ohio State. High praise there for him. But the Mahomes thing is music to the ears. Because they want to win, man. And you put him behind this offensive line, and this is another reason with wide receivers and Julio Jones and everything else, you already have Tyree Kill. And you can say he's the best, second best, third best. I wouldn't go beyond that. Wide receiver in the NFL. Best tight end in the NFL. Best tight end in NFL history in Travis Kelsey with his team. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to get that fresh reboot with this new offensive line. 
Hopefully they can bring out some of the LSU in Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That great offensive line they had down there, the 14 draft picks LSU had that year with Clyde. Because he's going to benefit from this offensive line. But it's going to make all the wide receivers better when Mahomes has more time to sit back in the pocket, dissect defenses, and tear them apart. And I can't wait for it. And I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire will be used more in the screen game, more. I mean, keep in mind, this guy caught a lot of passes at LSU. The only LSU running back, you've heard me say, or only SEC running back ever, to have 1,000 yards rushing and over 50 receptions in a season. Expect to see that more from Clyde. And I like the fact that Noah Gray coming in here and tied in the draft pick. They can run some 12 personnel. If he's tied in two and Blake Bell is your tight end three, Blake Bell is used in certain situations. But they can definitely run 12 personnel, move Noah Gray around. They can do a lot more options. There's more on the table for the Chiefs to do. And with more of a power running game they can do now, it gives Andy Reid more flexibility in his playbook than he already has. And be enemy. And Kafka to come up and create great plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. But we sit here on the cusp of football day starting tomorrow. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. What's up, Big T? Hey, hey, thanks, Bink, for taking my call. Love it, love it, Bink. And, you know, you said we're on the eve of football, but, man, after listening to Bink last year and every night, almost every night, it's Bink, Bink, football, football 24-7. So keep up the good job by you guys and everybody at 610. Uh, Bink, you know, personally, I'm not on board with Tulio Jones. You know, I know he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, and he's a great receiver, but just the injuries, the age, the the cost, uh, just it just I don't know, man. It just it just doesn't seem like it would would wrap up good with us. Uh, if I want to do money like that, I want to extend the Honey Badger. I want to keep that guy around. Hell yes, and I want to extend Hill. I mean, you talked about him, and you say he's first, second, third, but nobody has that speed like he has in the NFL. Nobody that makes us dangerous and big. I was just going to give a question to you. Nobody's really talked about this, and maybe they have. I just don't listen all the time, but I try to tune in 24-7 to 610 Sports Radio. But the Spring Football League, what do you think about that, Bink? Have you checked any of that out? You know, I have, Big T. I know that uh, comes as not a shocker. I'm shocked the networks are picking it up. I think it's great. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I lo- yeah, I love it too, man. I was kind Guys of won the chance. That. And you know what? People laughed at the XFL. There was a lot of XFL guys that ended up on NFL rosters. They really did including one for the Chargers, cut a touchdown against the Chiefs. A lot of XFL. The thing is, I would love to see the NFL grab on to a developmental league. Hell, for years, I've wanted the NFL and the CFL to combine on something, and you send your, like, your practice squad players and stuff up to Canada. But they've got to get rid of a few things like the end zones, you know, the vertical yeah. motions, things like that, that that aren't our way of football. That would change a few things, but that's give and take because you're getting talent from the United States, you know what I'm saying? Heck yeah, I love it. I love the idea. It'd be like a minor league football. But you know? minor league football to the NFL, though, is unfortunately that's college football. It is. Because it they is. don't have to pay medical benefits. They don't, well, they don't have to pay a damn thing because anybody gets hurt, that's on the school. Well, they can opt out early, too, you know, and go to the NFL now. Uh, so, but yeah, anyway, I was checking that out and I thought it was really cool because we had basketball on. Phil Mickelson, shout out to everybody. 50 and over. Hell yes. Way to go, old cat. Keep up the good job with that. And and then, Bink, you know, our Royals, baby. Woo! We're getting on a roll again. Oh, I know uh, we are. I know we are, Big we're T. We're going to Tampa Bay. Boy, that team's won, what, 10 in a row? 11 in a row. So, so that team's playing some good baseball. Best record in the American League. This is a statement series for the Royals. I'm going to get into it in just a minute about how fun the Kansas City Royals are. This team's a bunch of scrappers, man. 
heck yeah, man. I want to I want to go to Tampa Bay. And, you know, I got my sights. You know, it's about winning series and just being competitive right now and, and, and trying to keep that train rolling. And, and, you know, I don't know they got that Glasgow guy going on the, on the second day, but we got Killer Keller and Singer and, and uh, who else? Minor going. But, you know, after Singer proposed and fell in the pool, maybe that washed off all the bad vibes and he'll get a victory that night, man, as always. Let's go Royals. There you go. There you go, Big Team. That's what I'm talking about. No, I mean, Tampa's a good city. It's a fun city. That stadium sucks, though. I'll be honest with you. I've been to the Trop, and it's crap. As the Grant kids say, it's trash. It's a dumpster fire of a stadium. It's bad. I mean, it's real, real bad. But the Rays are good. Let's go to Alex and KC. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's going on, Big? How are you? Good, man, good. Um, hey, I just wanted to ask you real quick, hop back to the Chiefs. Um, you know, just you know, just in case, I know Mahomes um, knee cap a few years ago, missed four weeks, I believe it was. What's the uh, what's the Chiefs backup quarterback situation looking like? Are they bringing in competition, or I don't even know who we have. They don't. They don't need to because I mean, here's the one thing about the Chiefs: they did the undrafted free agent they brought in Shane Bouchelle. He was the quarterback at Texas that transferred to TCU. You remember him? I'm not saying he's going to be on the team. He could be a practice squad. He could be anything at this point. But as far as position-wise for the Kansas City Chiefs and backup quarterback, you care because if Mahomes goes down, you want somebody like Henny to get the job done, right? Someone you can trust to get the job done. Well, right now it's Shane Bouchelle, Chad Henny, still here, and uh, Anthony Gordon. He was a quarterback at Washington State, trying out in practice like, like, like Shane Bouchelle. He was at Washington State under Mike Leach. When he was there, but uh, but yeah, you just want a facilitator. And I'll be honest with you, it'll be better for a backup quarterback with this offensive line as well. Let's just cross our fingers; we don't have to worry about that. Amen. All right, my man, take it easy. It was nice seeing Henny. Remember against the Browns, Henny given Sunday. I don't know. I don't know if it was nice to see him against the Browns. It worked out. I don't remember seeing Chad Henney trot onto the field and feeling super comfortable with the game situation. Well, the Browns <laughs> loved it. Because Mahomes left the game at 7.44 in the third quarter. <laughs> I remember, yeah. But having a backup quarterback is important. I mean, there's a couple youngsters on the team, like an Anthony Gordon or Shane Bouchelle, that are, you know, could they make third string or practice squad? Maybe so for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's something to worry about at this point, though. But it's always nice. Like, New Orleans last year... I thought was in the best position of any team going through the stretch because they had Breeze, Taysom Hill, and say what you want about him, but he did start in the NFL. And they had Jameis Winston. I mean, three, quote, starter, you know, in the NFL. Obviously, if something else happened to Breeze. Yeah, I mean, two legit starters and then whatever Taysom Hill is going to give you. Well, I think the Chiefs are fine at the quarterback position, but I understand. You talk back a quarter. I'm more interested in the line competition because I really want to see what happens there. We kind of already know the positions. Is Nick Bolton going to push for playing time on the defense? You know, will they sign another pass rusher? What I'm I'm curious. I want to see what what Reed and Jones can do together on the interior of that defensive line. I want to see if the magic of Frank Clark could come back because no one's talking about Jaron Reed. It's kind of my Chris Bubich with the Royals. Speaking of the Royals and the scrappiness of the Kansas City Royals, we discuss them next. Bank at night. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was good stuff today, the Whit Merrifield Show. Bringing the highlights of that. The Brady Singer stories never get old. Especially Brady Singer getting mad at rain. Love it. Who doesn't get mad at rain? I like the rain. I don't get mad at the rain. I don't mind the rain. It's the things that come with it. Like like the extended days, like nine or ten days, whatever it's been. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. The mole, the pollen, the allergies, they start kicking up. You go to the store and buy Claritin, which, by the way, isn't cheap. It's like 14 bucks. By the way, I have another worst person in the world for tonight, Grant. Oh, seriously? Another one? Coming up at 845. Worst person I've seen this week. Remember last week? Dude poured out gasoline into the uh, trash can at Quick Trip because he's getting rid of about half a gallon. Old gas. Which is completely dumb and flammable. That's old. And it's next to a gas tank. Eh, that doesn't pump. work. You don't want stale gas now, in there. You don't, up your... you don't want to blow up a quick trip or a human being. My dad's a mechanic. You don't want old gas in the engine. You don't want it getting in there clogging up the pores. See, I told somebody it's your dad's a mechanic. So my dad always had me do this. Like snow blowers, always empty the gas. You know, because it's, it's, it was a gas oil mixture, right? Because it goes bad. Like, gasoline does go bad. And these hoarders that we're putting it in plastic bags, which is completely asinine. Gas does not mix with, with plastic bags. Regardless, when's your dad replace gas? I don't know idea. I have no idea. I'm just you got to ask him. Some say three months. In, like, like lawnmowers and put, things? Yeah, well, you, if you mix it with newer gas, it's fine. But, I'm, yeah, I mean, you want to change your more gas out every year. Yeah, obviously, but... Or burn through it, let, let it start, and just let it burn through it. I don't have any appliances. I haven't had to use that knowledge yet. Hmm. You never know, man. By the way, back to Chad Henney. Remember, I forgot, his last March is when he did it. But it was a two-year deal. He's getting 1.2 this year. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure what they were paying him this year. It's 1.2. He's on the final year of his two-year contract he signed with the Chiefs. But they trust him. And when you're in Andy Reid's circle of trust... Remember he started that game for the Chiefs and he came in for Patrick Mahomes. They trust him. He got some love for the fans on the conversion. But he's like a coach. He's like having a coach in the quarterback room. Like Chad Haney will be, in my opinion, an offensive coordinator in the NFL that you'll probably see on Sundays as a head coach within 10 years. 
Maybe even sooner, the way that uh, coach has been hired. You think head coach? You think within 10 years he's a head coach? I, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not going to cap the guy. I just think it's kind of a long road when he's, you're thinking nine years out of football if he retires after this year. I mean, look, look at the GMs now. Like, they didn't have the experience. They didn't, you know, go through the chains and go through JUCO to college ranks to, or like Gus Malzahn start at the high school level. Then boom, he's up there. Eli Drinkwitz, another guy that, I mean, the guy shot up to the eight, was one year at App State before boom, he's the head coach in the SEC. Meteoric rise. You could see it, Grant. Look at climbing. He kicked ass at 1AA. Now he's a Big 12 coach. We'll get to that, too, because K-State's going to do something fun, too, uh, this season for football fans. So stay tuned, K-State fans, because your uh, game day experience get a little bit better. A little bit better at this point. But Mike Matheny and the Kansas City Royals take on the red-hot Tampa Bay Rays. They don't spend money, but they keep winning. And you know all those people say analytics are done. Tampa is 100% analytics. I don't know if they still do it, but they were doing it a year ago. They were putting the uh, fences in the infield to work on launch angle. During batting practice, so you didn't hit to get you hit it over it. Like that, they worry about that. So they traded their shortstop, starting shortstop Willie Damas. Had five home runs this year, had a sub two hundred average. They traded him to Brewers for a couple relievers because they just do smart things. Now they've gotten to the World Series. They haven't capitalized with the win on it because they've done some dumb managerial decisions in the World Series, which they did last year. But regardless, the Kansas City Royals face those Rays. They've won eleven straight. They have the best uh, winning percentage. In the American League, Mike Matheny, after the game, kind of summed up what this team is about there now, and that's the grinding. We heard from Chris Bubich earlier, you know, talking about, you know, the first inning was rough, but he's kept going. One that preserved the bullpen was out there like a bulldog finishing it, which I do respect because it is a learning experience for these young guys. But here's Matheny. There is no doubt um, that there's a, a there's a comfortability. Um, and you just see guys, you know what, we're going to go bring this guy in and it's a, it's a tight game, but we're in good shape. And it, it is something that you can't really, um, you just can't go, you, you can't understand how important it is until you've gone through it. And then you get into those situations and you just feel what a team feels. And, uh, it feels like we're, we're right in this and it's not just this, you know, nice thing to say when, uh, when, when you're sensing that and you know, but you do need days like this. Somebody come up and do something big or a couple somebodies. Don't let, we can't forget either Hans or Alberto. That was an unbelievable at-bat to come in off. That guy's nasty. And for him to be sitting on a bench to come and put that at-bat together, just different pieces like that, it, um, it just fires us up because we realize it takes a whole bunch of different people to, to pull together to make that happen. And uh, it, it just uh, it becomes part of your uh, DNA. Uh, of the team. It just becomes part of your attitude and your expectation. And all those are very good things to have. They're a pesky team with, with pro, pro bats in the lineup, like Carlos Santana, which is a great addition to this team. Top five in the league in walks. What third in the American League in walks. The guys contributed. Andrew Benatendi continues to hit. I will say this, though. Do you know what the meter for Andrew Benatendi is up to? And he's been playing well. It's hitting a slide at all. But his last 18 hits have been what? Because it was 17 yesterday. He gets a hit yesterday. What's his last 18 hits? Can you tell me what they went for? Drew? They've been singles. They've been singles. Yeah. He has not had an extra base hit since May 5th, which you don't even think that. Like He scored a run yesterday, got a base, had a walk, got a single, but you wouldn't say, 
Andrew Benatendi, all singles. 18 of his last hits, all been singles. No extra base hits since May 5th. So, yes, he's hitting well. But, again, that's part of what this team is. You say, oh, Andrew Benatendi, he's hitting well. Well, he is, but they're singles. But isn't part of being a good team is, like, being good at what you're good at, right? I mean, Benatendi is not going to be a massive no. power guy. I, li- contact, I love the addition. Keep the line moving. Uh, that's what he does. I like the addition. Guys hit second in the lineup, third in the lineup, fifth in the lineup, bottom of the lineup. Now he's hot. They put him higher in the lineup. I like what Ben Attendee's brought. Not only that, dude brought a ring with him from Boston. He can't do it. But Carlos Santana, to me, has just helped this team in every way. You talk about great free agent signings. It's Carlos Santana. This is a pro bat. This is a tough out. Because he walks all the time. He picks his pitches. And yesterday, he puts one, what, 442 to win the game. But here was Matheny on Santana. He's brought everything to this team. Um, all the intangibles, too. You know, the things that we uh, make a big deal about. And, and add to that list of intangibles, um, talking about the, the kind of at-bats where you're taking pride in taking the walks, where you're making sure that you're staying with your approach, that um, we're fighting hard when we get to two strikes. I mean, those things, they're not always evident, but they're being talked about, and I believe we're being improved on. And uh, the hitting coaches are doing a great job of giving that message. But when you see it lived out through a hitter like Carlos that brings both the, the patience and will take the base, but then also will do damage and knows kind of when to go hunting both, um, very rare, and it's it's helped the development of, of every hitter in that clubhouse. See, I think the Royals did a different strategy a little bit in the offseason. They brought in a lot of guys to kind of rub off on the other guys, things they weren't doing well, like walking, and you bring in a hitter like Carlos Santana. That stuff does rub off on people. They brought in a lot of winners to have been attendees, won a ring. You know, They've got a bunch of those guys that have won rings, whether at the college level or at the pro level. Michael Taylor. Michael Taylor. Ring. How about uh, Whit Merrifield, college ring. Brady Singer, college ring. Jackson Kowar, he's in AAA, but a college ring is killing it, by the way. But you bring in these guys, then you bring in the, the Wade Davis and Greg Holland. I know the opinions everybody's got on Greg Holland and Wade Davis need to turn it around. There's no question about it. But what kind of wisdom can they impart to the Stamonts and the Barlows of the world? Dyson already made his impact, even though you haven't seen Kyle Isbell for a while. He's up in... Triple A now, but he even said that coming in the season when we first started. He's like, old Dyson, you know, he kind of took me under his wing and like told me all these things. And, you know, it just the wisdom. I and mean, the Royals went that direction. Speaking of Andrew Ben attending, here's uh, Mike Matheny talking about him kind of finding his swing again. I think uh, Andrew just came in with this um, this uh, desire to get back to, to being the kind of hitter that, that he knows he could be. And we talked about, Jim, we talked about this early on about um, that fine line of always trying to be better. Um, so you're always thinking outside the box. Okay, what's the game telling me? Let's take the information, the data. How am I being evaluated? Um, and it sometimes sends guys uh, in a good direction, and other times it takes them away from their strengths. And I believe Andrew was trying to be somebody that he wasn't, which that is just get up and uh, try to yank everything and pull have more pull power when he uses the field so well. And I think uh, you know, Kauffman Stadium has, has really um, played well for him, the fact that there are big gaps. Uh, there's a lot of space to, to drive the ball the other way. And, and he's still pulling the ball when he needs to, and he's kind of found that middle ground, and uh, he's in a nice place. He's very confident. Speaking of Carlos, that was Andrew Benatendi, which is nice to see a swing back. Andrew Benatendi is a fun player to watch. I'm glad to see him you know, find that swing again. You know it. He's a young guy. It's, it's in there. It's inside there. The guy was the college baseball player of the year when he was down at Arkansas. So this guy's 
Got it. He's won a ring. He knows what he's doing. But back to Carlos Santana for a minute. And knowing Coffin Stadium, like he had his best time at Coffin Stadium than any other stadium. More home runs, more RBI, except for in Cleveland, obviously, where he played. He didn't have the cup of coffee in Philadelphia, but he dominated at Coffin Stadium. It's the number one stadium with home runs and RBI on the road. Dude loves hitting here. And the Royals probably looked at the equation because you build your team for your ballpark. You know, Dayton Moore learned that in Atlanta. You know, you build the team to win here. But the Kansas City Royals, it's going to be fun to watch. And I know people were saying, well, a lot of people were down Friday night because the Royals lost the first game of the series. And we're down on it. Like, the Royals needed this series. They got to win this series. But then they did. Yes, it took a walk-off, but they scrapped. They got the walk-off, and they got the deal done. But, again, just winning the series. They needed that series. They needed that series. To me, Tampa came in here. They won two out of three in Kansas City. Now, what can they do down in Tampa against a team that's won 11 in a row? Maybe give them a dose of reality? Give a reality check? Get down there in Tampa and win? Would it be far-fetched to say the Rose come in two or three in Tampa? Boy, if they do, you really got to start reevaluating what these Royals are. Because that Rays team is red hot right now. They do the little things well, kind of like the Royals. They do the small things well. But anyway, that was Mike Matheny on a few of those things. Back to Julio Jones, because I'll play what he said today with Shannon Sharp. When he got on there, and this is what got everybody talking on Julio Jones. We knew he was going to be traded at some point. But what Shannon Sharp did to him today, putting the phone call on the air, was it planned or not? People are scratching their heads. They're wondering, was this a planned thing between Shannon and Julio? Or did he just call him and throw him on the air? He did mention at the end, hey, you're on the air. You're supposed to do that when you first call somebody on the air. You're supposed to let them know they're on the air. For example, Fesco in the morning, they like calling me at 6 a.m. And they say, hey, Big, you're on the air. Like, they let me know ahead of time I'm on the air. That's what you should do. Same thing if you're on speakerphone and somebody calls you. Let them know they're on speakerphone. Because they may not cuss or something. We've all been in that situation. Anyway, what Julio Jones said to Shannon Sharp that's got everybody talking. We'll do that next. Big at Night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Big and High, Jay Binkley. Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Your mean Mercedes in the on-deck circle for the White Sox. 
playing the cards. Is he allowed to hit a home run this time? This is a no-win situation, but I assume you'd be rooting for the Cardinals. If that's even a question here. But White Sox lost three in a row. You know, I, again, LaRusa thing, man. You think that'll let him hit I mean, for power this time around? The thing about it is, I mean, we can say what we want about LaRusa saying it, whether you agree with it or not. It's not the question. I don't care if you're old school or new school or what. If you love the, if you love Mercedes swinging on that 3-0, which hasn't been done like the last 550 at-bats, but he's up now. But if you're new school or old school, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is team chemistry, man. Like when you call out your players and then they say something completely different, that's not the way things are done here. Like if Andy Reid says something, the Chiefs don't say something different on Twitter. The Royals players, they don't say something different than Mike Matheny says on Twitter. And then Yost, they would never dream of doing something different because he always had their back. Andy Reid's always got their back. But I am curious what happens to a team when your leader doesn't believe in you or gets mad at you and wants to spike you. But again, I mean, just different generations. I get it. Some guys are old school. Some guys aren't. Tony LaRusso is not the only one that thought that was ridiculous. I guarantee it. Guarantee some of the players, the Twins didn't like it. I'll tell you that. I didn't see them saying, ah, it was fun. But I did. I agree with the people say you throw Williams on Cedillo out there. You throw a position player out there to pitch. Everything's on the table. Don't throw 60-mile-an-hour meatballs over the center of the pitch. It was 47, I do believe. Uh, but again, slow. But the way I look at it with this, this kid, he's 10 years in the minors, man. Like, he wants to do something, you know what I mean? He's got food to put on the table. So, I didn't really have a problem with it, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but I'm a big team chemistry thing because you don't well, – I don't think you do what any of them did. I don't think you players call it the manager saying that we're fine. I don't think the manager called the players. You keep that stuff behind closed doors. You got a problem, go talk to them in the office. You know what I'm saying? Keep in the clubhouse – don't play it out on Twitter. Just be like, it's never a good idea. If you're Larusa, just be non-committal and be like, "Hey, yeah, we'll probably talk about it," and then move on. Well, I think he was shocked it was a big deal because, like to him, it wasn't. It was like, "Hey, you don't do that." I'll let him know you don't do that. Yeah. But Lance Lynn, who's killing it for him, and pitcher, he goes, "Well, he's got a locker, I have an office." That's what Larusa said. Well, give me this stuff would rub people the wrong way. So, athletes got egos, man. Newsflash. Again, but do what he want to do. He's the manager. He can do what he wants to do. But the bottom line is, got to start winning games. This team's talented when they've dealt with injuries, but talented team. But I love to see it. It's good for the Royals with the White Sox. Well, actually, people are going to be rooting for the Cardinals here, I hope. But anyway, Julio Jones got a call today from Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. And make up your mind. Was this planned or not? We playing conspiracy theory or not? Was this planned? Hey, Julio, I'm going to call you during the show. Because he has to know his guy, Shannon, does a show. Now, a lot of times people don't know. I've gotten calls before. I have my phone on silent, but I've gotten calls before during the middle of the show. Because people don't, like all of a sudden, they, say, hey, I'll be calling. they don't know you're on the air or whatever. Because they don't, they don't play in their day around when I'm going to be on the air. You know what I'm saying? So, whether he knew it or not, regardless, here was Julio Jones getting the phone call. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. Try to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look, you want to go to the Cowboys, Julio, or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh man, nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out, out. Of there? He's out of there. Oh, Are you going to? You, ideally, where would you like to go? Um, uh, right now I'm just. See, I want to win. Okay. Yeah. We don't go to Dallas. If you go, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. 
He clearly did that to get under Skip's uh, nerves. Skip's a huge Oklahoma guy and Dallas guy. Explain to me this. He went to Vanderbilt, so whatever. But regardless, did Julio know that call? Because he does mention it again, hey, you're on the air. Does he know he's on it? Because if he doesn't, Sharp did he dirty. Sharp's been, I, you know what? I've turned my tune on Shannon Sharp because when he played against the Chiefs, he didn't like the guy. But he's been on, he loves the Chiefs. He, always, he sticks up for him all the time. But regardless, should you put your boy on the air? At first, I kind of thought it was like a spur of the moment thing just because I think that was the gut reaction at the time. I'm starting to lean more that this was like planned. Certainly, it could be. But again, if it was playing, you still tell them they're on the air beforehand because that's what you do. Once a surprise phone call, once a guest, you don't have to because they know they're on the air because it's, hey, we're live. We're not recording this. We're live. So you, you don't hear people say, yeah, you're on the air. You don't say that every time with guests. But you do when it's he pulls out his cell phone, calls him. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of, it might be like, a, hey, I'm going to call you in 15 minutes. We're on the air situation. But again, we all, it's been out there that he wants traded, right? He just hadn't said it. He goes, yeah, I went out of here. Those were the questions right there. Get me out of here. Now, if that was supposed to be just because I thought Shannon was calling me, like, Grant, you're calling me and you say, hey, bank, what do you think? And I tell you, and then we're not on the air, and yet you had played it on the air. Like, what are you doing, man? I thought it was just you calling me. Is that how these people, is that how folks talk, though? You just call somebody up like, hey, are you going to play for the Cowboys? That can't be how a normal conversation between them goes. Well, just maybe mention other teams too before. I don't know. Yeah, you because he did wear Dallas Cowboys. Like there was a picture of Julio Jones wearing a Cowboys sweatshirt. I don't know. I think either outcome is really funny. So I I like the whole situation. But I mean, it puts it out there now. It's public because again, they did a nice job of keeping this thing in house, right? They'd get this Aaron Rodgers. He's supposed to be on with Kenny Main because he's doing his last Sports Center tonight, right? And Aaron Rodgers I think was one of his guests. Which, you know, Kenny, he doesn't care. He have fun with it. I'll ask Rodgers where he's playing next year. Like, Rodgers, you've heard a lot of things through hearsay, right? It's not been him. He's had opportunities. Was at the Kentucky Derby. Didn't talk about it. Talked about horses. But he's like, like, get me out of here. But everything he said has been behind closed doors. We don't know what it's hearsay. But that kind of puts Julio in a box right there. He wants out of there. Because even if it was planned, he still says he wants out of there. I don't know if this forces Atlanta's hand faster or no. They already knew he wanted traded. This is not a, a mystery. This is something that's been out there. I mean, planned or not, like they probably burned some bridges there as a collective unit, Shannon and Julio. Maybe. Unless it was like, I don't care. They're just lucky he didn't cat, cuss. Yeah, but well, that's what I'm saying is don't you text them like, hey, we're going on the air, watch yourself. Well, I don't know about you, but when I've gotten calls from people, some of the Sometimes one of the first five words I say are cuss words. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know? And my friends are pretty, you know, hey, I'm in the car with my wife and my kids. Watch out. Like, they say that right in the beginning. <laughs> You've got a reputation then. Because, no, just because I may, I may let a few F-bombs out or something. They get the, I don't want to do that in front of their kids, right? But I will. Like, hey, buddy, what the blank is up? That's usually how I greet people on the phone. So if I was live on the air, you got to use your dump button, right? I guarantee you the the uh, undisputed producers had their fingers by the, the button. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But we haven't heard anything bad. If Julio's pissed, he could have come out and said, hey, man, we shouldn't have put that out there. But again, it would have been more smoke if it was uh, if it was really off the cuff. But it leads me to think it was planned because people would there's, not been, any, there's not been any backtracking. Yeah, that's true. There's not been any back, unless you've seen something. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything either, but you would have thought Julio's agent would have been like, hey, by the way. Or text totally line if you saw anything yeah, recently yeah. that came out about this. 913-576-7610, the J Southland Toast Service text line. Let us know. I just know that it's just a golden rule you tell somebody they're on speaker. Because there's people that probably put their foot in their mouths. I'm just trying to figure out who Like you're in the car with the dude and someone goes, oh, I hate that guy or something. He's, oh, he's with us. You're on speaker. How many times have you heard that? Oh, you're on speaker. You're on speaker, Grant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because I, I've been pissed before. Like, like my ex-wife, she had her mom one time in the, like with her. And I was like, why didn't you tell me that? Before I called the old lady a bulldog, why didn't you tell me she's in the car? Seriously. I was like, hey, you're going to see your mom. Don't get drool on you from the bulldog. Oh, she's with you. Oh, I didn't mean it. I was joking. Your ex-wife Julio Jones, do you? Essentially, yeah. She didn't let but you. But there know. was a rule like you let somebody know, or you text them in advance. Hey, they're I'm going to be on speaker. Wouldn't another rule just be every single time you answer the phone, like try to keep it PG? But not only that, but nowadays with cars, you know, having the Bluetooth, it's all speaker. It's all speaker yeah, yeah, in yeah. your car, so now you're screwed. <laughs> just don't answer the phone with like a curse word in the first five I, I seconds. I guarantee you it has made some uncomfortable situations, technology. I'm just telling you. I guarantee it has. We've oh, all been a part of them. 100% it has. Because you've texted the wrong person something, haven't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I was, Because it made no sense or whatever. And like, ah, I didn't mean that to you. I had a, a, a buddy of mine mean to say, he was actually a former player who did stuff at our station that was texting his wife. Yes, honey, I'll pick up the, what else do you need me at the store or something? Send it to me. Like, what's up, Buttercup, or something like that? I'm like, dude, I didn't know we were like that. Name names, name names. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not putting anybody on blast. But it was meant for his wife, not me. And it was, oh, crap. I just sent it to you. Because I've had friends do that, too, because they know I'm going to put them on blast. Regardless, Whit Merrifield told a great story about Brady Singer once again. Brady, Witt likes to troll Whit Merrifield. You thought the kane salvi relationship was fun? The Singer-Merrifield dynamic is getting more fun by the minute. Tell you what he said on Cody and Gold today next. Bing at night. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Grant has often said, was born at night, but not last night. 913, just saw a report, Julio Jones, the Buccaneers for Antonio Brown, the first-round pick. Come on, man. He's trying to punk us. I'm, it's not going to work because I, I was kidding. We do pay attention to what goes on. Besides, I have a phone, and it gets lit up with Schefter and Rappaport because I have that where their tweets come in like text. And if anything happens between Rappaport, James Palmer, Shefty, you're getting a scoop, aren't you? Pete, arrowheadpride.com, Pete Sweeney. I don't know if he'd be the first to report on this, but he would report on it. But Schefter would be all over it. Schefter's all over everything, including medical reports. Remember JPP's deal? Always fast to it. Brady Singer and Whit Merrifield have an interesting dynamic. Do you remember the whole deal with the Canadian anthem Singer was going to pitch? And he's like, what's this going on there? Like, hey, it's the Canadian anthem. 
whatever. They tease him. And then Whit Merrifield on Twitter had a picture of Brady mad at the rain during the rain delay when Brady Singer was going to start the other day. Well, then the Royals trolled Singer by tweeting out a picture of Brady Singer getting engaged. And it was what? Raining. So they were saying the good things do happen in the rain. Like poor Singer's carrying all of this with him. Because of the video that goes around with him at Florida, mad as hell at a rain delay. And Witt's put a picture of him mad at Angel Hernandez when he's walking on the field in regardless. But Witt tells a story about why Brady might have been wet. It was raining when he got engaged down at Big Cedar. But he tells another story about uh, Brady at Big Cedar, and this involved falling in a pool. Yeah, I got another Brady story for you guys if you want. Yes, please. Yeah. So uh, did you guys see on uh, the social media account where he, he got engaged? Yeah. So goes up uh, to Big Cedar Lodge, amazing place by the way, beautiful place, great golf courses, beautiful property, and uh, proposes to his fiance or what what girlfriend now fiance uh, proposes inside, and then they're going outside to take pictures. Obviously, it's raining uh, pretty hard, and uh, as he's going to set up take pictures, he slips and falls into the into the pool at Big Cedar Lodge. Oh, no. <laughs> Phone in his pocket, wallet in his pocket. Tries to get out, steps on the ledge, slips, falls further in the pool. <laughs> just kind of sitting there, you know, in his nice clothes, looking at the photographer. Like, this is all going to happen to him. There's nobody else that would happen to. <laughs> oh, please tell me that there's security <laughs> cameras. Like, I'm just hoping for like 10 years from now, the leaked video of this from Big Cedar Lodge. I've got some really good friends over at Big Cedar Lodge that are amazing people that have, uh, have, have done some stuff with before, and I'm pulling all the stops out to try and find video of this. So, so is if that... I find it, I'll let you know. But it's been it's been it's been a grind so far. So did he tell you the story, or did you find out from others, or did was he like flat out just explain what happened to you guys? So he didn't he didn't even tell us he was getting engaged. So he comes in and. You guys have talked to Brady a little bit, so you kind of yeah. know kind of his demeanor. Comes in like, hey, Brady, how was your off day? Oh, good. Got engaged. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, congratulations, man. He's like, yeah. Got engaged. Took pictures. Fell in the pool. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean fell in the pool? He goes, yep. Flip. Fell in the pool. Fully clothed. Phone in pocket. <laughs> it's just, only, all, that would only happen to Brady. There's nobody else that would happen to I mean, that's so the Royals tweeted out this picture of him getting engaged, right? And then the next picture is him with his new fiance out in the rain. But if you look at that picture, it makes more sense. I heard Cody and Gold talking about it today. Brady's really wet, man. Like, like more than you would be with rain, right? Like, she's wet, but not like Brady's got like water dripping off him because he had just got out of falling in the pool. But he didn't care, you know. Phone, he probably had, what, one of those apples. Can't you drop those things in the water? In your wallet, you might be screwed, but. Something tells me Brady Singer will be okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Brady will be just fine. I'm sure Brady Singer will be just fine. But people like to troll the young man. Good thing he's got a sense of humor. Because he doesn't act like he has a sense of humor on the mound, right? Like, it's the last thing you want to do when he's pitching. Like, I guarantee they don't joke with him when he's pitching, but they joke with him afterwards. But I love the disposition that this is stuff that clubs out clubs do that they're tight. This is a, a mark of a good organization where guys can give each other a little crap. You know what I'm saying? You tease them. Yeah, absolutely. 
be chummy. It's easier to play sports with friends. No, it is. But you gotta you gotta learn how to tease people. I went to a funeral Friday from a guy that used to play golf with and stuff, and his his thing was, and you know, they had people speak at the funeral and everything, and I was like, so he was on a couple weeks ago. He's on his. He was with the hospice nurse, right? Like at the end, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't looking good. But he looked at me and my buddy that were in there. And he says, "What are you two blanks doing here?" Like that's who he was. Like, like he perked up just to say that. Like that's that's who he was, and he liked to tease you. I don't know if you were teased with your grandfather or anything, but if they didn't tease you, they didn't like you. There's certain people like that, Grant. Like if I didn't tease you, I didn't like. I, would, I don't. You know, if, I, if I, I tease you a lot, obviously. In excesses sometimes. I get that. It's close to bullying, workplace bullying sometimes. But it means I like you. That much. Like is like bullying. Like like that much. No, you're absolutely right. I was the exact same way with my uh, college roommate. My freshman year college roommate, we were friends in high school. Uh like two or three weeks into college, some people came up to me and they're like, Do you and your roommate just hate each other? Because we would just yell at each other. Yeah. We give each other a hard time. Call them names, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, people, people have asked up. if I like Vern. I was like, Yeah, of course I do. All that stuff's for fun. We have fun teasing each other. It's what we do. Speaking of text messages, you should see some of ours. It's all baseball-oriented, but it's fun. We have a lot of fun with it. Regardless, anyway, the Whit Merrifield Show, 11 a.m. each and every Monday on Cody and Gold. Always some great stories. Whit Merrifield will just tell the funny story. I mean, again, this picture makes sense now seeing Brady that wet. Because he had just come out of the pool. Because he was he was more wet. Like, someone's not going to stay in the rain that long. They're laughing pretty hard looking at the picture now. It makes a lot of sense. It's a story, right? So Brady goes down there and he falls in the pool not once, but he falls in the pool twice. So good stuff there from Went Merrifield, 11 a.m. Denny Matthews joins uh, Carrington each and every Monday at 3 o'clock. And he had some really interesting things to say, as he always does. You know, talking about the game of baseball, Denny's seen it all. He's been a Royals broadcaster since the beginning. Was asked a lot of good questions. About the streak, how important was that win against the Detroit Tigers? What do you think about analytics, replay, you name it? Denny Matthews always has something to say about the game of baseball. Here his gems next. Bink at night.